Yo, I love that new intro. That makes me just want to get up and dance. If you're just listening, you have to watch the video version of this show on LinkedIn Live or whatever tomorrow. But today we're talking about being second to last. It's all hybrids from here. And are the corporations AI ready? I think it's been about, I think I was a younger man last time we were in the studio recording a morning show. I mean, technically I was, but I feel like I've aged a little. First of all, week. I realized as I was starting the show yesterday because I had to I like everybody that could co-host was like out and traveling and doing <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I think this is the first time in two years, one month and 17 days that we've ever done a single shot. A host single host now. show. What is even I can't happening? Remember, right have now? I ever done a single? I don't think so. Have you ever? I don't know. Yeah, it was wild, uh, but it was great because your interview with with Paul was uh, Paul DeVries, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he is the best, man. Not, not, He's I mean, great. first of all, if you haven't watched it, we're going to release it on LinkedIn. If you don't follow us on LinkedIn, please do. Uh, a lot of our best stuff ends up on LinkedIn. Uh, it's a real platform. If you haven't been there in a while, just go to ASOTU, search it, follow. And then, like, get in the comments because we read them all, we see them all, um, and that's a lot of fun. We'll release it there. But Paul DeVries is, first of all, like, a full-on foot taller than me, um, and I'm six feet tall. So it already felt a little weird that I'm, like, I have to, like, hold the mic up <laughs> instead of just usually over <laughs> or down. Um, but I'll tell you what, man. He is, like, the the Brian Pash of the Netherlands. Yep. Um, very different than Brian, but uh, in, in true to form, very in tune with what is going on around the just relationships with dealers knowing what's going on obviously netherlands a lot closer so yeah it was it was uh fun to be able to flip that kyle texts me he's like no one can make it and i'm like i'm like loading my family into a car (laughs) right now (laughs) yes exactly but we have this interview (laughs) we have this interview uh, speaking of interviews, this isn't a segue, but we are yeah, we're excited to uh, hang out with Zach uh, from Invoke this afternoon at 2 o'clock Eastern. If you're not registered, make sure you get registered. Go to asodu.com. Scroll down just a little bit. Revolutionizing phone call management. Going to be a great 30-minute hot quick webinar. Get in, get out. Don't bust your day. Um, so 2 o'clock Eastern, make sure you're there. Um, Seeing a lot also, of interest in these. A lot of interest in these 20, 30 minute webinars, not just from people yep. who are seeing them like the format and it's like it's over before you know it, but also from our industry partners who uh, are like, man, I think I, I think I like that. I think I want to do a webinar. So we hope to bring you a bunch of new webinars this year. Um, yep. And as we continue to dial in this 20 to 30 minute format, um, it just just works. Yeah. We've got another 20 to 30 minute format happening on Dude, Tuesday. Too. This is a fun one for Thanksgiving. Our team, week. our team kind of threw this together and we we're like, huh. That's a great idea. Great idea, team. <laughs> and uh, so we're doing a, a episode one through three mashup. Uh, we're releasing episode three here soon, but we've got um, a mashup of more than cars happening Tuesday, November 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern. Little thing uh, that you can watch with the family at home at night. You can pull it up on your YouTube app, oh, on your yes. TV, any of those places. You can bring out over some friends, maybe have a little watch night as you head into the long weekend for Thanksgiving. On so, Thanksgiving, uh, especially on Thanksgiving. When great. the family is like, what do you do? It's like, I work at a car dealership and all the stigma that comes along and that like, no, 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 no. Right. Like, come on, go course. to YouTube, search more than cars and just show them an episode or a part of an episode. And be like, no, no, this is the auto industry I'm a part of. There you go. Uh, what else? What else is that? That's probably that's enough. Let's get into it. That's enough. enough. Okay. Okay. Go. Yes. We're going to go. Uh, I feel like I'm missing. Okay. Whatever. We're going story time. Um, so <laughs> story time. Oh, 
Okay, so UAW update. We've had we've had the sad trombone, and then we've had this one. Oh, not that one. This one. And now, has there been a compromise? This may very well be the second to last story you hear from us about the UAW strike. Can I get an amen? Amen. Uh, as Preach. They, as they, uh, UAW appears to be nearing the approval of all contract agreements with the Detroit Three, despite initial opposition at several GM plants, um, the agreements are leaning towards acceptance, marking a significant shift in the entire relationship with the industry. General Motors uh, deal gained some crucial support from its big SUV plant in Texas with a 61% approval. Uh, and their battery plant in Ohio with a 96% approval. Wow. And that tips the overall vote tally, unofficial, of course, to unofficial. 54% yes, 46% no. Much closer than everybody wants it to be. But... Uh, but it seems like all of the sentiment from a from a bunch of different plants and like the the kind of feeling as they're starting to count seems like it's going to tip over the line. It does. Ford is seeing over 66 percent approval. So they seem pretty set. Uh, Stellantis over 72 percent. So as long as GM wow. can get the sucker good, we might be good on all three fronts. Uh, so the agreement did face rejection at 11 GM assembly plants, but had a disproportionate strong support at parts plants and warehouses where, not surprisingly, the largest raises were performed or proposed. Uh, the ultimate Altium Cells battery plant will be joining the national agreement upon ratification. And uh, GM hasn't been commenting through the ratification pro process. Smart. Uh, the UAW smart. continues to emphasize uh, all the gains that they've made for workers, highlighting veterans, workers, and all the good things that Sean Fain and the crew uh, have worked for, I guess. Hey, I'm just happy about this update. I'm excited to see like when the stamp of approval goes on and when we can finally just have a little joyful celebration with all the crew that listens in the morning. That we don't have to have another UAW update <laughs> for a hot minute. Um, looks like things are going to move forward. Uh, obviously, the the plants that are the highest impact as far as the rate, uh, as far as the wages are leaning in, and so hopefully that tips the scale so that we don't have to talk about this anymore. <laughs> And I'm kind of done with talking about it this morning, too. I am. But I will say we just came back from kind of like a mashup uh, week. We were at Used Car Week in Phoenix uh, late last week. And then we made the transition to Palm Beach, Florida, which was very rainy, by the way. It's sunny in Syracuse. And the whole time in Florida, it was rainy. So right. there, there's that. Um, but we were at MRC, two different auto events. Did you have one, Kyle? Did you have one conversation about the strike? Not a single one. Not I didn't it, even hear it mentioned. Everyone's talking about interest rates, affordability, and repossessions. That's it. That's it. That's what people didn't hear about. the word strike come up even one time. Hey, good morning to our friends on the live stream. Adrian, good morning as always. Mark, it's good to see you here. Doug, good morning. Good morning. Thursday AM is a good morning. Just love the people that are in the live streams, having comments, and like we share as many as we can. All right. Speaking of... I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't have any segue for this I after nothing. that. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> so let's talk about Toyota. Toyota, in a significant shift, announced that their next generation Camry will be sold exclusively as a hybrid, reflecting their move to uh, adapt to evolving market trends and consumer preferences, most importantly, um, to build more environmentally friendly vehicles. So the redesigned Camry will be available only as a hybrid. And uh, it's typically been gas or hybrid. Is there an EV Camry? No, there's not yet. 
Um, not a full EV. Uh, Toyota executives are saying, hey, like the importance of hybrids in the current market is um, all time high, right? Because yes. we're talking about EVs. This transition is happening and uh, the Camry is going to feature, however, their newest hybrid powertrain, which includes larger electric motors for that faster acceleration that everybody there likes about an EV. So great. I think that's a really clever that's move. A, right? That's a big move because that's the thing, like when you, when you say... When you talk to someone about their experience in an EV, they, they always mention go, it. It's fast. It gets off the line, right? Yep. And so, like, you get that experience without having to go full plug in. Yep, right? exactly. So, um, Toyota is now doubling down on their investment in North Carolina battery plant to support the increased hybrid demand, which is expanding from six to 14 battery wow. lines. And I love this, my favorite part of the whole thing. Toyota's legendary chairman, Akia Toyota, remarked There are many ways to climb the mountain. That is achieving carbon neutrality. People are finally seeing reality, which, by the way, is the very polite and proper Japanese way of saying, I told you told so. You so. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, we love our, our, our Toyota uh, hybrid. And so that's like just a personal thing. Um, but it's cool to see the Camry going in as only hybrid. I don't think this is what this is what's interesting. It's still going to be this thing where like Toyota buyers are just going to go, huh? Didn't know that I was buying a hybrid. Right. It just accelerates faster. It just is a little bit faster off the jump. And mm -hmm. I'm all of a sudden getting, instead of 35, I'm getting 45 miles to the gallon. I don't know what the miles per gallon is. Uh, proposed to be. It probably hasn't gone to be a lot, but it's going to be great. The gas version the was a lot. I love it. And they don't have to go through all of this stress of what do I qualify for tax incentives? Can I get this thing installed in my garage or at my apartment complex or where do I charge? But they get the, the benefit of going into that next step into uh, the, the move to EVs. It's good things. Toyota bucking the tread, even like having a sedan in the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> even having a sedan. Yeah. Like even continuing to make that. Speaking of bucking the trends. Stop. Oh. Segway. Time. This one's kind of close to our hearts. A recent Cisco survey named Cisco's AI Readiness Index, which Very you should clear. click on the link in the show notes and read the whole thing, first of all, because it is really good. It's graphically rich. It's great. Uh, gather responses from over 8,000 business leaders and companies with more than 500 employees across 30 different markets. It found that while 97% of res uh, respondents felt an urgent need to implement AI, only 14 uh -oh. felt fully prepared for the transition. Uh, so there, here's the couple of like anecdotes on, on why they didn't feel prepared. More than half the respondents felt like there would be negative consequences if they didn't move to utilizing <laughs> AI. Sure. But the tangible barriers to implementing AI at scale were something like 81% of companies' surveys include, indicated that their current systems, get this, I don't know if anyone's oh, heard this. Oh, this is before, your happy place right now, reading this Included one. siloed data, that's unable to be ingested by AI. So like there's this great desire of 97% of respondents saying, yes, we want to head this way, but AI necessitates a data system that's ready to be injected into the learning model for AI. And they're just saying that it's not ready. Uh, and then there's the other piece, which is the people side. So 82% of the respondents said that their corporate boards and leaders are receptive to AI implementation while 68% of it uh, of the of that is true about the employees. So employees are kind of a little less willing to go we're completely ready for this. Yep. Um here's a quote from the article and then we'll give some commentary on this cuz there's some stuff close to heart for us. 
uh, the report reads, when implementing AI at scale, change management must have a people focus, ensuring open dialogue to address apprehensions and illustrate how AI can complement human roles rather than replace them. You know, that is what, that, that's that been a huge topic of conversation. Everyone's saying AI is going to replace these jobs. So there's a natural hesitancy, right? First of all, first and foremost, natural hesitancy. Secondly, this is one of those rare technologies where the corporate environment is adopting it quickly because it's such a direct line to savings, to efficiency, yes. like typically. So that that also is probably causing some of the disparity. And also, this is a survey of companies of 500 people or more. You and I have such an insight into companies way fewer than this, right? Small business, and, yes. Yeah. And it is an equalizer. Like we're starting to see small companies really leverage this technology. They don't have the challenges of, and they're catching up and leaping ahead in many in many ways because they're able yep. to quickly adopt it as a small team. And it's almost like a sport, right? Like how much can we implement Absolutely. AI to augment what we're doing? That's what I, just just so everybody knows, like the team at Asodu is working furiously to utilize AI in creative, in design, in uh, in the words that we're choosing. Communication flow. Communication flows, like internal communications, project management, so that we can be as efficient as possible, provide as many resources as possible to the industry. Now, we're always, you know, that's, that's where the key is, is like, how do you balance what the AI can give you leverage to create efficiencies and then layer in that creative human element. So you just, you'll always see that creative human element happening even in the world of a SODU. Um, but, but it's all leveraged by the speed and efficiency created by AI. And then we see tools like sales AI from Impel mm -hmm. or Connect, which just renamed themselves uh, yesterday, which I got to look. I can't even remember. Wait, the, they did. The they name. already had AI yeah. in their domain. There was so it's ICOM AI. So, so they're in there. You've got other, other different tools that are leveraging AI for communication within the, the industry. Uh, so there's so much to be had uh, and learn from right now and, and dug into even in auto. I'll throw this in there too. I think there, you know, cause we live, we live startup life, you and I on multiple yep. fronts, entrepreneur life on multiple fronts. And I think this is one of the things that we haven't quite seen it yet, but we're going to see it in the next 12 to 24 months where that the intuitive understanding that startups have of AI is going to affect their actual value in the marketplace because other companies are going to yes. see the way and realize what they're doing with such small teams. And that is going, companies are going to be like, we want that DNA in we our want the learning, big company, the DNA. Yes, right? Exactly. And that understanding of how to think, not what to think, because you can read things on what to think, but it's not until you start using the things that you really kind of understand how to think. There you go. But we're not telling you how to think. We're asking you to help us learn how to think. We're trying to be connected to the front line of the auto industry all the way up through the top. Go out there, love some people more than you love cars. Send us some feedback too. We always like to hear from you.